Welcome back to the Passion and Persistence Podcast. I'm your host, Elena Mitchell, and this podcast is dedicated to reminding you that with passion and persistence, anything is possible. So let's push through this together. Hey, hey, thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Passion and Persistence Podcast. As you already know, I'm your host, Elena Mitchell, and I'm really excited about this episode. I say that all the time. But this one is really special. Okay, so for a few reasons, right? One, this is the first episode of the season where I'm talking, oh no, it's not. I had a domestic violence episode, which was the first episode of this season where I was talking all by myself and not so much interviewing anybody. And I really enjoy that format of podcasting. However, I also really enjoy the human connection of the interview. So it's going to be a good balance of both. Um, so with that being said, Tonight's episode is going to be about the fire drama that unfolded in my life. I've talked about it a lot, but maybe you don't even know about it. Maybe you've heard a little bit about it. People keep asking me what happened. How did the fire happen? So many questions, so much drama unfolded. But in the midst of the fire and the ash, I really did learn a lot. And I really, truly feel like a phoenix rising from the ashes. It's put so much into perspective for me and really helped me gain clarity on my path, my purpose, all my missteps and where to move on from here. So, okay. I'm like just pulsating with energy, ready to share with you. I said a prayer before I started this podcast so that God can guide my words and use me as a vessel because that is the ultimate purpose of my life. I am not here living for me. I've given my life to God and I am just a vessel for him to work through in any way that he sees fit. So giving up my idea of what my life should be, my idea of who I think I am, giving all that up to God and saying, God, use me is where my life has been lately. So let me jump right into this. Okay. I want to switch gears with the podcast and also start talking more about God, more about scripture, because it's a really important time in life right now where there's a clear divide good versus evil. We can all see it and feel it. If you haven't seen it and felt it, it's time to wake up (laughs) and maybe this podcast will help you do just that. Okay. So I'm not here to push my beliefs or morals or thoughts onto anybody. I'm here to share. I'm here to be a vessel and I'm here to learn as well. So all of your feedback is definitely encouraged all of your reviews are definitely appreciated. That helps this podcast be heard and shared around the world. So without further ado, let's jump right in. Okay. So there's something really cool about the organic conversation without a script, without planning, just letting things flow. And so that's what this episode is going to be all about. But I want to talk about some scripture first, because Everything that just happened in my life was really unexpected, really shook me up inside. But through it all, I felt like God was saying, pay attention. I'm trying to talk to you. I'm trying to show you things. And this was how I was going to get your attention. Because 
I truly believe God turns all things into good and uses all things to shape us and mold us into who he created us to be. And I know this to be true in my life because of everything I've been through up into the, up until this point, God has always turned it into good. And every time I feel like everything's been taken away from me, I've gained clarity and then God has blessed me with so much more than I ever imagined. And so I have no doubt in my mind the same will happen after this house fire. And it already has begun. The seed has been sown. Okay, so we are going to talk about Corinthians. I did a little Google search. I First, I said a prayer before this episode. I said, God, please guide me, lead me. Something told me to start with scripture. I won't say something. I'll say the Holy Spirit told me to start with scripture. So what I did was I Googled Bible verses related to fire and there's some great ones. It it led me to 1 Corinthians 3.13. But before I got there, when I opened up Corinthians, there were some pages like folded in the corner at the top. And again, it felt like spirit was saying, this is where I need you to look first. So that's exactly what I did. And we're going to read that right now. And then I'll go into the fire story. Okay, so my guide number has always been seven. I know that. God knows that. It guides me. And so the corner of the page that was turned to catch my attention was 1 Corinthians 2.7 was written right at the corner. So obviously that seven catches my attention. That's why I felt called to pay attention to 1 Corinthians chapter 2. And that's where I'm going to start. So first Corinthians chapter two, and I brethren, when I came to you, did not come with excellence of speech or wisdom declaring to you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. So let's stop right there. You know, sometimes we feel like to represent God or be the vessel, we have to be perfectly spoken and polished and know all the scriptures and all the names and the stories. And this is reminding us, that's not true. We just need to know Jesus Christ. And I'm getting chills right now as I say that. And that is my confirmation from spirit. So let's continue. For I determined not to know anything among you, among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I was with you in weakness, in fear, and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Sometimes we just don't understand. And it's hard to put all these feelings and signs into words. But when we allow God to work through us and when we know Jesus Christ and the sacrifice of his life for our sins, we can be a vessel and find understanding in these things and even preach that understanding to others. Okay, so now I wanted to start there and let's go into the verse about fire. So this is 1 Corinthians 3.13 now, not too far past what we were just reading. So 1 Corinthians 3.13, each one's work will become clear. This is really speaking to me specifically because I felt like I got so much clarity after the fire, especially related to work and purpose. Um, And I believe in the Bible, the word work 
truly does align with purpose. So each one's work will become clear for the day will declare it because it will be revealed by fire and the fire will test each one's work of what sort it is. Again, I'm getting chills. Thank you, God. Thank you, spirit for that message. I am so thankful that I looked up scripture related to the fire. So now let's talk a little bit about that fire because it was a doozy. (laughs) Okay, so can I just say that I'm already loving this? I'm already loving and so thankful for this new direction that God is shifting my focus towards with the podcast, reading scripture, tying it into these spiritual lessons. This is everything to me. Okay, so let's talk about the fire. (laughs) Man, that fire. All right. This was a long day to begin with. I had just finished putting together my son's first basketball hoop. I was so proud of myself. So proud of myself. I felt so empowered, so independent. I used tools. I used my muscles. And I got this thing put together, even though I ran into so many problems along the way. I persisted through. It was finally up. And I was so excited that my son was going to get to play on his first basketball hoop. (sighs) He had just finished basketball practice for the school year. And so he was really excited to show me all his new tricks. And I'm really into encouraging his hobbies and loves any parent would be right so went out and got him the basketball hoop I put it all together went to pick him up from school so he said mom when we get home can you make me some chicken nuggets in the air fryer I said sure yeah of course so we get home go inside I put like five or six chicken nuggets in the air fryer a dash brand air fryer to be exact my dad had gifted this air fryer to me two years prior for Christmas. And I had used it, you know, a handful of times. I don't keep any of my appliances plugged in or on the countertops because I'm so OCD. And I don't even use that air fryer a lot because I meal prep every Sunday. I cook a bunch of food and prep it and plan it and put it in the fridge or the freezer for the week ahead. And if you follow me on social media, you know this to be true. I usually put it on my stories. So anyways, um, All that to say, I don't usually use this air fryer. (sighs) So I put the the chicken nuggets on and after about two minutes, I see black smoke pouring out of the sides of this air fryer. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally pulled the plug out of the wall immediately when I saw the black smoke and it started smoking more. The entire, it's a big air fryer. It looks like an egg. You should Google it. The Dash brand, I think it's a six quart air fryer. It looks like a big old egg on the countertop. So the whole thing now is engulfed in black smoke and it's unplugged from the wall. Okay. I immediately knew this thing was about to catch fire or blow up. So I opened the back door. Now, mind you, I'm renting at this property. There was no fire extinguisher. Some of the windows were broken. There was lots of issues with the property, but we'll get into that later. So I opened the back door because all the smoke is coming out of it. I opened the back door, grab my keys and purse and say, Ryan and Blue, let's go outside. I take my dog, my son. We run outside and hop in the car and I call 911. I knew this thing was about to explode. I'm on the phone with 911 one and we hear boom in the kitchen 
And I'm on the phone with the dispatcher and I say, I think it just blew up. I think it just blew up. I say, please send a firefighter. I think my kitchen's on fire. She asks me, do I see smoke? And within literally one minute, the windows where I was looking at, the windows were covered in black smoke. And the back door that I had left open was billowing piles of black smoke. So I knew this was a full-fledged fire at this point. I literally lost my cool. And mind you, I'm on the phone with 911. My son and the, do- and the dog are in the car. My son's hysterically crying because he thinks his whole life just burned down. And he thinks it's his fault because he asked for the chicken nuggets. I'm trying to calm him down. I'm on the phone with 911. Finally, the firefighters arrive. Thank goodness. Thank God. Um, they seemed really calm and chill. They were not in a rush. And I was like, hurry, hurry. My cats were still inside. We have two lizards. I was freaking out about them getting hurt, just about the whole situation. And they were just, you know, moving and grooving all slow out of the truck. I think they're trained to be like just cool, calm and collected, which is a really cool power to have. But it was frustrating for me while seeing everything burn down. I'm like, let's go. My cats are in there. So they immediately like secure the unit. They get inside. They put the fire out. It didn't go too far past the kitchen, thankfully, but the entire place was covered in smoke. Um, They open the garage door and it's just billowing smoke. The garage is on the opposite side of the kitchen. So the whole place was covered in black smoke. And he op- the firefighter opens the garage door. He starts bringing our lizards out in the cages. And he tells me he found the cats. They were hiding in the garage by the like heater, the water heater. So I'm just so relieved that the cats and the lizards are okay. And the next thing I ask is, is my laptop still <laughs> still on the dining room table? Because it was so close to the fire. I just left it and ran out the door. Um, so that was one of the first things on my mind after the cats and the lizards were okay. I'm like, okay, where's my laptop? So I asked the firefighters, please confirm if that laptop is in there. Um, they didn't get back to me. They could care less about the laptop, obviously. They're probably like, this silly girl is worried about a laptop and her house just burned down. <laughs> After they put the fire out, I walked around to the back door, which leads to the kitchen to just examine all the damage. And I was just like, wow, the ceiling was burned down. All the cabinets were burnt down. I could not believe it. I was literally shocked. But for some reason, it didn't register to me that we could no longer live there. For some reason, I thought, okay, we're not going to have a kitchen for a while. I'll have to order out, you know, like I start, I just never thought that the fire department would say, you can't live here now. So they deemed it uninhabitable, which was just the biggest blow to my gut because it's like, oh, wow. So where do we go? What do we do? What about my stuff? It's so many questions, so many concerns. Uh, I was just beside myself. And now let's get into kind of like the aftermath of all of that, the frustration of going through something like that and still juggling a business and mom life. I'll try to keep that short and concise and then we'll wrap it up. But my goodness, I'm just happy that that phase is somewhat over. (laughs) All right. So we ended up staying in Airbnbs for about three weeks and I found a house for rent. Thank goodness. I was really nervous because I had been on a few showings 
in the midst of those three weeks staying in Airbnbs, I was looking at other rental properties and they were literally holes in the wall for more than I was paying at the last unit. So I was renting. I had no renter's insurance. That was a lesson for me, but it wasn't required in the lease. And I just never thought something like that would happen. You know what I mean? Um, And I didn't really hold so much value over my things to even want to insure it. But once you realize how much you lost, you realize how much you spend on things. You know what I mean? Ah, So that was a huge headache. Thankfully, I had a little bit of money saved in the bank. I was staying afloat, but I was also already behind on projects with work. And so having all this unfold really put me in a mental funk. I fell into a deep depression, got further behind on projects, which definitely affected my bottom line. It, It affected my health, mom life. It just it became a domino effect in all areas where I just started questioning everything. Where are we going to go from here? What am I even doing with life? Am I even happy with my business, with these clients, with these type of projects I'm taking on? And what's next? Where do we go from here? There were so many questions, but thankfully God stayed with me through it all. I have to be honest about the fact that I didn't handle it well at first. I didn't handle it well at all. I was mad. I was frustrated. I lashed out at people. I wasn't my normal peaceful self. And I, before this, I thought I had it on lock. My emotions, my mental state, my positivity, my spirituality, mom life. I just felt like my shit didn't stink. Excuse my language, but I felt like I had it on lock. But the minute things hit the fan, You really understand all the areas that you need to clean up and fix inside of yourself and outside of yourself in the life that you've created. So that's what started happening next. Fell into a little bit of a depression, started questioning things. And I realized, am I really like if I didn't make it out of that fire, would I have been happy? Would I have been fulfilled in life? Did I chase the right dreams and my was I on the right path? And the answer would have been no. No, Elena, you could have done more. You could have been more. You could have stopped wasting so much time and ran faster towards your dreams and your purpose. And that's what I want to tell you right now. Again, I'm getting chills. So this is confirmation from spirit that I'm pulling the right lessons from the fire, from the ashes of all of this. And God just started counseling me in ways that only I would understand. And that's the beautiful part about spirit. It's so personal. It's so personal that you can't deny it. And so God has just been shifting my focus back onto him, which, you know, I've always, I felt like I had such a close relationship to God, but what he showed me through all of this was it was so surface level. Yeah. I talk to God every day. I say prayers. I'm not going to church every Sunday. I don't read the Bible every day. So was it really as deep as it could have been? No. The answer is no. And so this whole experience has really helped me dive deeper into the Bible, into learning about who God is, who he says I am, and figuring out how to be the best soldier and vessel for him. And that's why I've decided to change the podcast 
focus on spirituality, focus on God and scripture and intertwine business in there somewhat. Because if you can understand those principles from the spiritual side and then infuse that into your business, there's no doubt that you will be successful because you have Jesus Christ right by your side through it all to be your armor, to be your guidance, your protector. I feel so much more momentum and I, I definitely feel like I had to go through the depression for the reflection. I actually wrote a poem about that. Maybe I'll post it one day on social media, but it's called Deep Rest. And that really is what depression is. You go into this like cocoon of this deep rest and it's reflection and pain and sorrow that you have to let out. And it's filtering out all of the old so that you can start to grow the new. And once I got through that season of depression, I just felt so much momentum and power, like I said, to change focus on my podcast, refocus on my business, be a better mom to my son, so on and so forth. So this is just a reminder to you that through the fire and the ashes, the phoenix does rise. God is always by your side. Just seek the guidance, the answers. Ask the questions to get that guidance and those answers. And you'll never be steered wrong if you pay attention to the signs and the wonders that God and Jesus Christ are sending you specifically. Only you will understand it. So don't go out telling all your friends, this happened to me and that happened to me. They might think you're crazy, okay? I do it all the time, I know. <laughs> um, but those personal signs are for you specifically. No one else is going to understand it. And that's the coolest part. So with all of that being said, I cannot thank you enough for tuning in to this episode of the Passion and Persistence podcast. I definitely hope to see you or hear you or you hear me on the next episode. Um, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to this podcast on your favorite platforms. We're also on YouTube. Um, this particular episode won't have a video version. It's just me chatting with you, um, saying, hey, catching up. But the interview episodes will always have a video attached. So subscribe on YouTube as well. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, all the good stuff. Um, visit passionandpersistence.com to see all the ways that you can listen and subscribe and leave us a review. That really means the world to me. I want to read the reviews so you can leave your honest feedback. And the reviews also help this podcast get shown and distributed to the right people in the right places. And yeah. I just, I can't thank you enough. I'm so thankful to you. I'm so thankful to God. And I'm thankful for this new beginning. Maybe you're on a new beginning as well. And I am so proud of you. Keep going strong. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you at the next one.